Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I'll be your host. So here we are, we've arrived. Episode two of Love Signals. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so glad that you're here whenever you're listening to this. I'm really excited to continue this journey of exploring journaling, self-love, self-compassion, and this idea of love signals. I love the fact that I don't have a super specific definition for what love signals means and that that phrase is becoming this really beautiful space and, and basically like a living question in my life. It's really cool. I'm enjoying it. I hope that as we go along, you get to enjoy that too. And you get to ask yourself, yeah, what, what does love signals mean to me? What are the love signals in my life? So if you didn't tune into episode one, which please do, it's short, sweet. It's just, it's a little gem. It's a little fun gem. Uh, I will just quickly recap that this podcast is basically phase two of a project that I started in June of 2020. That's when I turned 29 years old and I decided that I wanted to commit to writing a daily love letter or love poem to myself for an entire year. Basically the 365 days leading up to turning 30, I wanted to explore what happens, what is possible, what am I going to experience if I lean into self-love through the act of writing out letters of love, letters of appreciation for myself. And it was such a great experience. And I, I can't wait to continue you know, sharing what that was like as we go. And one of the ideas or concepts that inspired me, I think at a pretty deep level, I think it was one of, you know, when you have those thoughts, it's almost like Inception, which was an interesting movie. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's like where this idea or concept visits you. And then you kind of sit with it for a while. And you may start to make decisions based on that concept, based on that idea that you don't even realize that idea inspired. It's like it just, it got in so deep. And then it's starting to have this beautiful ripple effect without you even fully consciously realizing you, you took that on and started living from it. And so the, the inception seed, the idea for me um, that relates to this is say what you most need to hear. That's a concept that I heard from the author and teacher, Matt Kahn. I forget if it was in his book, uh, Everything is Here to Help You or whatever arises, love that. It was probably in whatever arises, love that. But he's a really cool spiritual teacher, really sweet, such a care bearer of a guy. And he talks a lot about loving ourselves and, and saying, I love you to yourself, literally is one of the practices he teaches. And in one of his books, he presented this idea that rather than waiting, waiting forever, because sometimes it never comes, you know, for somebody to say what you want them to say, you know, for you to get to hear your mom say, oh, I love you, for you to hear your dad say, I'm proud of you, whatever it might be. What if you identified that thing that you most need to hear 
and gave it to yourself. And that really became like a living question for me. Wow, what is that like? And I want everyone listening to take a moment and consider that. What's something that you've always wanted somebody to say? Or maybe it's maybe it's something lighter. Maybe it's just something you'd really like your friend to say about some situation you've been through recently. And just imagine that. Imagine that person saying that thing to you. So for example, it might be, you know, I really want um, my mom to tell me that everything's okay and I did a good job. And so that's clear, right? That's finite. I can identify that. So then what if I tell myself, hey, Michaela, everything's going to be okay, and you did a good job. I can feel that even right now, sitting here looking at my microphone. (laughs) I can feel like a little wave of ah, relief. It's so wild to think that we can dialogue with ourselves in this way. And I think sometimes it can feel awkward or forced or just... Ah, (laughs) you know, but I think so often it feels weird when we think about doing it. Whereas when you actually do it, when you actually write out those things that you need to hear, or you say it to yourself, you can really receive something from that. So try it out, take it or leave it. (laughs) Um, But this concept of saying what you need to hear is so beautiful to me, especially on the level of how empowering it is right? Rather than waiting around and hoping and even covertly mm, nudging people towards saying what you really want them to say, they could be off the hook and you can be freed up to give yourself that gift, to give yourself that, oh, that message that you really want to hear because you really can do that, right? It's fully in your power to say the words you need to hear and to let yourself receive that. And sometimes with things like this, I know in my coaching practice, I've talked about this with clients where I like, if it's a new thing to hear yourself say, like, I love you. (laughs) Um, Sometimes things will feel weird, quote unquote, to us simply because they're novel, simply because they're unfamiliar. Our first response to things that are unfamiliar is often trepidation and a bit of discomfort. And I think that's like a pretty deep primal thing. And so sometimes we just need to repeat, whether it's the phrase, whether it's the activity, we just need that repetition as a way to let our system know that we are safe, that we're okay, that just because this is this was unfamiliar doesn't mean it's automatically dangerous. Here we are, now it's more familiar. And then once it becomes more familiar, I think we're able to let in the benefits. And actually I'm realizing as I say that, I wonder if that's part of the magic of what happened for me with this daily love letter project I did because there, there were times where it felt awkward and, and where it's like, ah, am I really doing this? Am I really writing a love letter to myself again? And, but then it became so automatic. It's like, yeah, it's the morning. This is my routine. I sit down on the porch and watch the sunrise and write a little love letter. (laughs) And so, yeah, wow, I'm really realizing the repetition, I think really um, was part of the magic with that. So cool. So yeah, so this idea of saying what you need to hear, I really want to make sure that I share that idea with you all today. And 
in the future, there's other ways that I want to explore playing with that basic concept because there's kind of different angles and positions you can work with that and basically give yourself the love that maybe it feels easy to give but hard to receive, right? So that's something I want to explore in the future. But for today, I wanted to share that. And I'd also like to give you a bit more detail and insight into this daily love letter project that I did. So I've got the journal right here in front of me. Oh, it's such a precious journal because it's actually a book I made in high school. I went to a Waldorf high school and we learn a lot of things, a lot of crafts and things like that. And one of the classes we had was book binding. So I actually made this book in that class. And then I think it was about 10 years later that I picked it up and used it. How wild is that? Um, so here it is. So the love letter project. I'm going to read you parts of this. Okay. So today is day one of my year of daily love letters to myself. <laughs> I feel some pressure to make today's letter extra great. We'll see. <laughs> and, uh, I will be reading you some letters that I wrote. Um, and I think I'll actually read one today. So the year of self-love, and this is just basically the outline I gave myself for the project. I will number the letters. The letters can be as short or as long as I want. My full intention is to write a two-ish paragraph love letter every day of being 29 years old. If I miss a day, which should be rare and or not happen, but if I do, I will write two the next day. The letters can be conversational. I can refer to myself in the third, second, or third person. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> the third, second, or first person. There it is. <laughs> I can focus on different aspects of myself as I see fit. I'd especially like to write about, and then here's a nice long list, my face, my love, my voice, my creativity, my breath, my body, my daily activities, details of what I am and how I live, my child self, my teen self, my future self, dancing, travel, my emotions, my wit, my sexuality, my thoughts, my company. So part of why I wanted to share this outline that I gave myself is to show you how, yes, it was specific, right? It's one love letter every day of being 29. And there's the contingency plan in there, right? But then a lot of it's broad. A lot of it's kind of general. Like, okay, I can write. It could be short. It could be long. It could be about the present day me. It could be about the future day me. Um, and for me, this was such, oh, it was such a great assignment because it had a really perfect combination of being specific and like I, I knew if I did it or not, right? It was specific enough in that way. But then it had enough space and dimensionality where I felt a lot of freedom. Because sometimes for myself, I find if there's too many restrictions, if there's too many rules, I can start to build up resistance and kind of want to rebel. So this was that perfect sweet spot of enough structure where I knew what to do, I knew how to do it, but enough freedom where there was still that space for aliveness and creativity and spontaneity. So I, with that, I'd like to read you, this is actually the love letter I wrote from day two of this project. And I'll probably read quite a few of my daily love letters throughout this podcast, 
I don't plan to read all of them because, you know, it's this is this deep, tender, very personal stuff, right? And it feels right to keep some of that to myself. And it feels so right to share it, especially now. And, and that's actually an interesting point because I actually really consciously chose to not share about this a lot while it was happening. Even with that many of my friends, you know, a few of my friends knew about it. I think my mom knew about it too, but it felt like part of what was important for me was that I really let it live in this kind of inner sanctum of my own heart and mind. And there was something really beautiful about that. I think that's even part of why I've taken most of this last year of, you know, I turned 30 in 2021 and here I am, I'm still 30, but I'll I'll turn 31 here soon in June of 2022. Uh, And I think that's partly why I've taken this time to like, let it digest, let myself marinate in it and to feel when it's right to step into sharing. So that's, that's something I guess I also want to name because my not so secret hope And mission with this podcast is that it will inspire my listeners, maybe some, maybe all, maybe uh, just a handful, who knows, (laughs) to write their own love letters and do their own daily love letter project, whether it's one, whether it's seven, because you do it for a week, whether it's a whole year or a decade. Oh my gosh, how cool would that be? Um, But I really hope to inspire anyone who is ready to be inspired (laughs) with this idea. And so part of why I want to share all these, all these thoughts that I had along the way is just to empower you to really feel a lot of choice with how you do it, with how much you share, how much you don't share, all of that. So let's get into it. Here is love letter number two on June 16th of 2020. Dear Michaela, Did you hear the words of love tonight? Did you hear me? My message was in the soft breeze of your stationary fan, in the speckled sunlight through the elm trees, in the water's currents as I hugged your body. My message was in the silent gliding planes and the sparrows and hawk rotating in the sky, in the quick waggle of the prairie dog's tail, in the floppy puppy dog ears. I know some days, like today, Nothing seems to sit quite right. Nothing feels totally solid and peaceful, and I know how you treasure peace. And I also know that all my messages and messengers of love can get lost, can fall into the cracks of worry and insecurity and sadness. I will happily keep sending these messages. Maybe one day the cracks will fill up and overflow, Maybe there will be a message that gets through. Loving you is a pleasure, and it is not a job, but a devotional commitment, and I cherish my role. Maybe you can't always feel it or fully believe it, but you are so loved and lovable. Rest in the shade of my love. Let me fill your heart with beauty, whimsy, and sweetness. Let me mirror your heart back to you. I love you, Michaela. So that's just one of many love letters 
They are not all that long. They are not all from that voice or from that lens. But it's so interesting to read that back. I don't know what was going on for me that day. I don't know what I was feeling. It sounds like maybe I was feeling a little disconnected from love, from the sense that I am loved, I'm lovable. Maybe I was being hard on myself, I don't know. But I love that image of the messages coming through. That brings me back to this idea of love signals, right? These signals, signals could be transmitted across airwaves, across the water, through, you know, wires, through messages in bottles and all of that. There's so many ways to send a message, to send a signal. But does it get through? And in a way, I feel like that's part of what the love letter project that whole year became kind of a realization of it. In a way, it felt more and more, as I wrote, that I wasn't necessarily coming up with these ideas. It felt more and more like I was giving words and putting pen to paper for messages that were already there, living around me, pressing up against me in every aspect of my life. So how cool to realize, like, what, what if, what if, I'm not saying this is absolutely true, but what if there is so much love all around us, just surrounding us, saturating every moment of our lives, and we just don't notice it? Maybe it's slipping through the cracks of our consciousness. But what if we paid a little more attention? What if we opened up our perspective, shifted our mind to, and maybe our hearts, to notice that more? So I hope you guys liked that. Um, oh, it's so fun to share. This is all so fun. It's just a treat all around. Mm-mm-mm. Well, I think we did it. I will leave you with a few things. One, Love Signals Podcast has an email address. Ooh, ooh, ooh. So if you have been listening in and you want to reach out to me, maybe you want to share an idea that this spurred for you, or maybe you've decided to commit to your own love letter project and you want to name it, name and name your commitment and and want me to just know that you are committing to it. I'm so available for that. If you want to share any of your own love letters that you've written to yourself with me, anything, I'm available for you to reach out. So the email address is lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. So it's plural signals, lovesignalspodcast at gmail.com. Please reach out. I would love to hear from you. And my plan is to keep releasing these podcasts, keep sharing, keep exploring, keep excavating all the gems that are here from the project that I started back in 2020 and this continually unfolding project here. I really feel like this podcast is um, where I'm meant to be, what I'm meant to be doing in this moment. So thank you for joining me. There's so much love here for you. May you feel it. May you notice it more and more each day. Take care.